and you're never going to find that person to help you because you are not helping yourself. Sometimes being like having self-love because that's when you can love others. Past experiences, good or bad, help form a person to who Females they are. Females just keep it in a lot and don't have that much good communication. Because men, men know what they have to do as I want you to support me and be there for me and the other person might be expecting something else like This is the Public Service Voices podcast, and these are the conversations that matter to us. Welcome to the Waltham Forest College Public Services Voices podcast. You will be listening to students holding panel discussions on topics that encourage active debates conducted in a safe environment, which aims to explore viewpoints on topical issues. These sessions are facilitated by staff. Welcome back to another PSV podcast. My name is Yer Salim and I'll be hosting. My name's H. My name's Max. My name's Monica. My name's Cosman. So today's episode is going to be about relationship and mental health. So does anybody want to say anything or have a point of what does relationship mean to you? Uh, relationships for me means something that can, like having someone there when things kind of go south and, you know, not in the best spot and having someone there to help you. I believe it's when two people are with each other uh, and support each other throughout anything. Um, I think there's different types of relationships where it could be um, family, friends, like couples, um, just basically anyone that you need um, to help you get through whatever struggles you have in life. I think relationship is um, a two-way connection where people are there, where they're in need, or they're like supportive and... People who have a lot of space in your heart, like the connection that you make with them is relationship. Okay, so how would you relate relationship and mental health? I feel like some relationships, depending on how they go, they can cause a mental health. For example, if you were with, let's say you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend before, which was very toxic or abusive, for example, um, then that could maybe cause you, like, trust issues and, like, maybe depression, depending on how bad it was because of what happened. So you don't want to, like, experience it again. So then you create all these mental health issues. You see, the thing with relationships about, like, getting trust issues from, like, another person... That's, that's a lot of baggage that you carry and you then give on to the next person that you potentially want to be with. And that's really hard for the other person, especially when they don't understand why you have such issues and like what's bothering you. So relationships are hard. I think they're kind of like a fresh start. Because like meeting someone new and then having that kind of connection with them 
it can make you feel better no matter what you've had in the past. And if it's someone that you like become very close with in that kind of way, they tend to help mend what happened to make you better. Um, some relationships can go either uh, get get rid of your mental health or some can cause it as um, some people may have toxic partners or you know they might treat them in such a way that they're unsure of what they want to do in life and if they know if they could trust someone else again yeah so uh, I believe relationship can be very related to mental health in a good way and in a bad way in a bad way relationships some relationships can cause really bad mental health like depression anxiety mistrust and even the connection you have to other people might be so loose. And another way, you might be in a relationship where it can support you to go through these things and pass through it, go through mental health and depression and try to give you a very good support. Even some relationship, a romantic relationship, can help you get through a lot of mental health. So, guys, have you ever experienced any mental health issue because of relationship or what do you think what kind of relationship causes any effect on mental health I believe that a lot of people or I would say maybe like 9 out of 10 of relationships will always be bad especially at the beginning because uh, obviously you're young and everything you experience trust issues and it's really hard to get back up from it and by the time yeah, you find someone else I feel like even though you find that someone else and they help you there and then, if anything bad happens again, then it will just add on. And I feel like from a young age, just adding that much pressure onto yourself is not good at all. Yeah, so the age matters for relationships. Yeah. yeah, a bit. I think in relationships, there's a lot of depending on the other person that happens and that can have like really bad impact on mental health because... You expect a lot from the other person. You might be going through something and you think, right, well, I'm going to get in a relationship with this person. I want them to be there for me. I want them to talk to me, all of that sort of stuff. But you're not taking time to yourself to think about what you want or what you could do by yourself because one day, hopefully not, but one day you might end up not being in a relationship with that person. And then again, you add to your baggage and you keep carrying it around and you're never going to find that person to help you because you are not helping yourself. So um, I think, Monica, when you say that, you're talking about the lack of communication there is in a relationship because most of the time in relationship, we expect too much. One side expects too much but doesn't know how to communicate that to the other partner, which leaves them always thinking that the partner is not there. I'm sure nine times out of ten, if you don't communicate with someone, they don't have the power to know what's in your head. And I think... <laughs> A lot of women really face that more than men. So, but at the same time, men also face that because lack of communication in both sides of relationship caused that. And I think um, women have really high expectations and men are just really horrible at reaching them. That's why, that's why there is so much conflict happening between girls and boys because they can't talk. Communication is not that hard. All you need to send, all you need to do is send a message, start a conversation. But 
it seems really hard to do that with guys, especially. I believe that actually females just keep it in a lot and don't have that much good communication because they keep it in, they post a little sad quote on stories and then expect for a boy to pop up and ask what's wrong every single time. But when you ask them what's wrong, it's like, oh, nothing, just leave it. Which is, which is, you can't really expect for someone else to just, every time, are you right? No, are you right? It, it makes you, it makes the other person just want to feel like, you know, what's the point in this? Because I'm trying to help you. Clearly it's directed towards me or someone else, and, but then you're not. When I ask, when I ask you what's wrong, you just deny it. So it's like, what's the point in this? Like, that's just dumb. But you see, when you have, you, when you think there's no point, that's where everything goes wrong. That's where conflict starts. You think Wait, there's no I point. I think Monica, start that. the problem is mainly, you know, when I say just communication, it's not just a word going out. Communication in relationship specifically is hard because we, as girls, we hate teaching men what to do for us. Hate. It's not men, it's the boys. When we have to teach someone, it's the boys we're teaching, yeah. not the men, because men, men know what they have to do. Men teach more experience, though. That's why, because they go through a lot to the level they start teaching themselves. But when it's boys with no experience, even girls with no experience, we still expect like a fairy tale or something movie we saw. But at the same time, it's hard to say that word out and going to your boy or going to your girl and be like, oh, so... Today, at lunchtime, you didn't do this. And that really made me feel bad. Instead, we'd be like, okay, then I'm not going to do this because you didn't do it. So that's a very lack of communication. Communication is deep in relationship to make... And also, sometimes girls don't speak out loud because the boys does not make them as comfortable as they should be to open up. I think if that's the case, though, of the guy not making them comfortable to open up, could you really call that? A, like actual relationship if you're not comfortable with each other. It's a working process. You've got to start yeah. somewhere. No, I know, but like what I'm trying to say is like obviously almost every relationship starts with a friendship, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to get to know the person. You don't just jump in the deep end. So Many people ju jump into the deep end and take things too quick. And that's what But then how does that go? That's where mental health links yeah. with the relationship because after that, you're like, you know what? Like, I can't, it's just, I can't be asked anymore. True. It's because what people really want is what exactly. they don't, they want their mental health so, like, they want to be distracted by it and they use uh, having a partner as, like, you know, escape. So, as an escape, yeah. but what they don't realise is they're damaging themselves even more and more, and the more quick they take it up, the more damage they're causing themselves and their friends and people around them. And when they take it quick and decide to get married and, you know, take on that step in life, and then things don't end well, they take divorce, they fight over houses, they fight over money, cars, family, the kids, and then... If that person who has the mental health issue, right, takes that step and it leads to divorce or breakups or whatever, it will go on and it will affect every single person who's in that line, including the kids, including the other family members as well, and they'll start questioning their own relationship just by seeing someone else's. True. I believe going back to the whole thing about opening up and then talking and this whole communication thing, the way I would link it, from from like I would say a man's perspective, right, is you 
you pop up and you talk, the the pers- the female would not really express themselves and then they would be given a negative energy, which obviously you would be feeling. And then you would feel like you've done something wrong and so that would lead to overthinking, which would cause more mental problems after that because you're just sitting there like, oh, what have I done? What can I do? And it's just all of this adding up in your head and it's like, it could be a lot to take in. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's when toxic relationships happen. Sometimes um, relationship is an even game to play. If one is more detecting the other, that's when things go wrong. If the other one is not speaking and the other one is thinking, why is this happening? And trying to take all the responsibility of the relationship for themselves, that's when they're damaging themselves for a relationship that is not even proper relationship because it's just one-sided. And that everything else also happens like that way. Even um, being independent in relationship, that's the thing we don't really consider. Like we, the minute we're in relationship, it's good to be connected, it's good to share, but how about being independent? Sometimes being like having self-love because that's when you can love others. Taking some time off to say, what do I really need without that person involving? Because as Monica said previously, you might not be that with that person forever. So you need you because you are the person who will go with for life. So have a proper relationship with yourself and then try to be independent in the same relationship you can be connected with your man. Because sometimes if you think of it, nobody likes to be independent on because that's a lot of baggage on them as well. Because they're not your parents, they're just they're in relationship. I think a lot of toxicity, a lot of mental health, a lot of things happen because one side relationship becomes one-sided and we have very lack of communication. Mm. I will say, like, relating into what Cosmin said and, like, mental health and stuff, with the whole, like, oh, what did I do wrong and not being told properly, that can lead to a lot of starting to, like, second-guess yourself. So it, it like, undermines it, but it, that can relate to everything because you'd sit there and you'd do something and you'd be like is that good enough is are they hiding something from me and that can like build up in you and it can cause things like stress you could start to feel uncomfortable like you're not good enough and as you've said to be able to learn to love someone else you have to learn to love yourself first so it's kind of like a full circle because if you're starting to doubt yourself while in a relationship, how can you say that you love them if you're starting to, it's gonna sound weird, but like fall out of love with yourself and like who you are, saying like, oh, I'm not good enough and that kind of stuff. Tell them again. So guys, the next thing I feel like we need to talk about is how does our relationship with our parents affect us in our relationship with other peoples? Well, I mean, it depends on Say you've got strict parents or you've got easygoing, calm, do whatever you like, but, you know, don't go out of order. Well, I mean, it depends on the person because you, after all, you do live with them for a certain amount of time and you learn how to, like, oh, if I do this, this is what's going to happen. If I do that or should I ask uh, my parent this before I do it, it's basically goes on in your head. You've got a lot of pressure put on you because you... Basically, if you've got strict parents or you've got parents who are overprotective and telling you what you need to do, you you depend on them for your whole life and that causes 
not only you a problem, it causes the parents problems as well, because kids dependent on parent, parents probably not got stressed from work, not earning enough money to pay the bills for the kids and stuff. Kids are struggling, they're not getting well paid, bills are stacking up. True, so you know, that will cause... It will cause, yeah, and especially, say, if, um, you know, you live in an abusive household and parents are always arguing and shouting. Some people, when, you know, they go to schools or out with friends, they use it as an escape to, you know, really find out who they are, what they want to do. But as soon as they go back into that environment, they're, you know, they're back on the first step of you know, living how they were before. I think what you say now is what I believe is if a kid have a toxic parent, like an argument parent, a strict... If No, there's a study that says a kid, like a person, will choose one of his parents' behaviour as his partner. Like, automatically, we choose one of our pan- families yeah. to, to, like... If we want someone, it has to be one of that parent's like unconsciously or consciously, we would choose that character. For the controlling house, I believe those people who live there will end up having a controlling husband or a wife. That would be the same as their parents. The abusive ones will end up in abusive parents unless they became conscious of what their choice is. I have seen a life example of that. Okay, I think when you when you're in like a bad relationship with your family and stuff and then you think you want to get your mind off of stuff and you want to find somebody else to support you and be there for you that's hard not only on yourself but on the other person that you're giving you're carrying this baggage along to because the other person's most likely not going to know you got problems at home or whatever so you're going to them you're expecting a relationship but you might be expecting different things the other, the other party might be expecting, like, um, how do I put this, right? You might be expecting a relationship as I want you to support me and be there for me. And the other person might be expecting something else, like, oh, all this lovey-dovey stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? Right? It's difficult when you try to have to put up with that because you're not looking for that. You're looking for support. And then again, you wouldn't call that a relationship because the other person is not there to be your therapist. So I think we need to move away from that, where we carry, carry our baggage and give it to somebody else and, oh, be my therapist, help me with my life and whatever. Because it's not like that. You need to be there for yourself. Put yourself as number one. But at the same time, baggage makes a person. But you... Look, the other person has got their own baggage. And sometimes it's OK to unpack together and talk about things together. But when one person overdoes it, then things go wrong. Nah, I get that. But, like, carrying, like, not having that baggage in a relationship is pretty much physically impossible because past experiences, good or bad, help form a person to who they are. So if you've had a bad experience with, let's say, if your parents argue or you've had a previous bad relationship, no matter what you try to do, you're going to be cautious of it, no matter what. Like, there, there's no going around it because it's something that's happened to you. It's something that's affected you and it can't just go away through, like, half-sided support because you can't tell the other person what's wrong. So I think no matter what, the baggage ends up coming out anyway. You can't just push it aside. 
because then realistically you're just lying to yourself and to the person you're with. And also compiling even more baggage on it. And depending on what level of relationship you're in, I think you will be conscious of that baggage the longer you stay. If you can help that person, I think we were talking about this on friendship, um, our previous podcast, and if you can be able to help that person unbaggage that and also try to do what you enjoy personally with them at the same time, that is what relationship is really for. But if you can't do that, that means you're not even mentally ready to help others, especially that person with baggage. So I think it's better to move on. Yes, mm. yes, 100%. So the other question is, what time is a good... No, what age is a good age to start a romantic relationship? No age. 100. <laughs> Just uh, don't do it, guys. I was going to say, it, it depends on how you've grown up. Maturity. Yeah. So, like, if you're old enough to realise what's needed and the levels of a relationship, then go for it. But if you aren't, then there's no point because you're just going to cause yourself problems and issues that are completely unneeded. But at the same time, yeah, age doesn't matter, but, like, you need to go through, like, some experience because let's say in the future, let's say you didn't have a girlfriend whatever for, like, 20 years, 25, whatever, you're working, you're all of this, right? You get your, f- you, you go through all of these things, right? like mental health and all of this, it's your first ever time and then it's like, it hit, I would say it hits you harder on all the age because of all the stress you have from work, all of this, 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 you now have to worry about something else. Whereas in school, you could be secondary school, like not caring, because like your season are gonna come up in a couple of years. So it's like, I feel like it's better to get a heartbreak or whatever earlier on in life than later on but then that could have a bigger effect because let's it would say you, no but let's say you've tried something when you were young and it's gone completely wrong <laughs> pause wow let's say you've done a relationship like it, uh, in secondary school and stuff yeah so let's say that and you've had like you just said heartbreak you'd that's going to stick with you no matter what age you are. It has the same effect as if you were 15 and in a, in a relationship compared to 30 and in a relationship. It just depends how serious said relationship is. Would you compare the love of your life when you find one to, to the love that you had in the year 11? Because it's not even love, is it? Would you compare that? You can't compare it. Yeah, but as so you said, you would carrying it along, I doubt that's going to happen because if you find the right person then nobody else matters. No, none of your past relationships can build but, itself up to that. Yeah, but how long would it take you to realise that they're the love of your life? Like you said, relationships have to start somewhere. Because there's, so a, difference. No what. there's a difference between like and love. Yeah, people have, different, people have different opinions on what a relationship is, yeah. Some people think, oh, relationship, let's be together, let's walk together, couple kind of stuff. Other people take relationships really seriously. So depending on where your mentality is with that relationship... That's when you know whether you're in love, whether you're just there to pass along, that, 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 that sort of stuff. Listen, the difference between like and love, it's... You, you could tell because a like would be like, OK, I'm going to wake up every morning, 
I like okay. is a fancy. I like what they look like. I like their presence no, for a little no, while. It's no. not. You can I even like. It's, it's, it's not. It's not holding in. Because have you ever received one of them where I like you as a friend? <laughs> ever got one of them? No, it's not even like. Listen, there's a difference between like and love because love is like I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I'm expecting a text from them, or I'm gonna wake up in the morning. Yeah, I want them to text me. Or I'm going to text them first, the good mornings. Or it's like, when you receive a notification, your heart skips a beat. It's like, oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? No, no, but he, he's saying, this like, when you get, like, a cool like, But that's all that, that's, it, it, no, that's just no, the nice no, things. You only no. think about the nice things. You're not thinking about, oh, what happens when she's had a bad day? What happens when he or she is is moody and doesn't um, want to talk to you? If then you love them, you put up with it. Exactly. You support them. You love, love them. But you're only talking about ah, oh, they're good morning texts and nothing like But that is love. Yeah, it's, when you like, you got to put up with the bad as well. That's love. Because let's let's say you like someone, and then all of a sudden they just chuck this massive load of like stress and stuff. You're gonna sit there and just look at it and just be like. I don't love you anymore, but yeah, I'll also take it back. Have fun on your own. But, like, if you love them, it, it's not going to cause you as much stress or difficulties because you're kind of, like, splitting it in half and doing it together instead of you taking all of it in. Because you can just do it piece by piece. You don't have to do it all in one go. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes, yeah, if you are the other person with a baggage... It might be too much, and you felt like you liked that person enough to unbaggage everything you have, because you felt safe. Let's say you felt hurt by that person the time that they like you. So, how would you expect them to deal with your baggage? Like that's how you deal with it, but how would you expect others? Yeah, because some people might not be able to take it. You know, they might have problems of their own too much, and they're like. I'm trying to figure out my where I am first, and then I I can help you. But I need to find out where I am first. But but that's, that's why like... you get in a relationship when you're ready. That's why communication is key. That's why, like your mind's telling you you're ready, but and then you go ahead and you do it, but then you mess well, things up. Well, then that's why yourself. you try and fail. You move on. Okay. Uh, our my next question is: What are the lessons you took from your past relationships? <laughs> Don't get in another one. Never been in one. Never gonna get in one. Don't waste your time. And get a good Don't job. Cheat yourself every single day to wherever you I'm want. Hang on, girl. Say it again. Sorry. Oh, um... Move don't, closer. Alright, don't get in love. Don't get in relationships or anything like that. If, you know, you want to be happy and, like, focus on your own mental health, like... If you've got a good job and you're earning money, you can, you know, spend it on, you know, fixing yourself or, like, cheating yourself to, you know, a good day, just chilling at home or, you know, just spending time with, I don't know, family or whoever you want to spend time with. Uh, I think me personally, I feel like I can say this, but um, with, like, past relationships is don't throw everything at one go. And love your single life while you're at it. Or just stay, choose, choose wisely. No, no, because like, think about it, like you said, baggage. Like if, if you just go all in, no matter what, like barely knowing the person, not being at that level, then 
you got to think about it. what have you done to yourself? Because like you said, if they can't take it, someone knows some of your deepest secrets and all of a sudden they're gone. Just well, like well, that. Well, then that's the person's fault, isn't it? But isn't it your fault? I would say don't rush it. Yeah, Make sure you're yeah. in love or you like the person that leaves first before you do sure, something you regret. Make sure that you fully know the person yeah. and that, that you trust them fully. And that you're not a little off the alphabet. Yeah. Uh, there you okay. go. Not a side piece. <laughs> go. The 11th letter. All right. So, um, before we finish, one question is... No, actually, I'm going to answer what are the life lessons you took from your past partners. First, don't accept what is not your worth. Second... Always love yourself first. That's how you learn how to love others. Said, have respect. Respect comes before love. Said, make sure you want that person because you love them, not because you need someone to help you. Facts. That's it. And uh, try to enjoy life. Bye. 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 Roll safe.